Live from the WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York, on Monday, November 6th, 2023, I'm Gianna Volpe. Polls will open from 6 a.m. till 9 p.m. tomorrow in elections for Suffolk County Executive and Suffolk County Legislatures and several other town and city races across Long Island. Candace Ferret reporting on Newsday.com that to vote in person on Election Day, you must be a registered voter and go to your designated polling site to cast a ballot. The location of these sites are listed on the Suffolk County BOE website. That's a board Boards of election. All absentee ballots must either be postmarked or delivered in person to the Suffolk County Board of Election by Tuesday to be counted. When the polls close Tuesday night, officials will tabulate the votes cast tomorrow in addition to those cast during the early voting period that ended Sunday. I did it on, on the North Fork on Saturday, and it was... I was in and out. I I allotted two hours to vote, and I was out uh, within 10 minutes. In races with close results, absentee ballots will be counted, and final tallies might not be known for another week. Voters seeking to confirm their polling site locations can do so through the New York State Board of Elections, voterlookup.elections.ny.gov, or by calling the county BOE for more information. Suffolk voters should dial 631-854-4500. Democrats still dominate New York statewide by most measures, but Republicans performed better than expected in 2021, harnessing concerns about rising prices and an uptick in crime to flip a handful of congressional swing seats a year later. To have any real shot at a House majority, Democrats need to win them back. Nicholas Fandos and Louis Ferre Saturni reporting in the New York Times that recent polling by the Siena College Research Institute found 84% of registered New York voters view the influx of migrants as a serious problem. Among suburban voters, majorities also disapproved of the way Mayor Eric Adams, Governor Kathy Hochul, and President Biden, all Democrats, have handled the issue in Suffolk County, an area more populous than 11 states. Democrats say they see signs that the Republican fever pitch of 2021 and 22 have cooled, uh, particularly around crime, but strategists, uh, excuse me, strategists in both parties uh, said Republicans were still well positioned to reclaim the county executive seat, putting them on the brink of a remarkable takeover of almost every major office on Long Island. Ed Romaine, 76, the longtime Republican supervisor of Brookhaven, the county's largest town, is running for county executive against Dave Colon, 50, a Democrat and former prosecutor and businessman who has never held elected office. In other news, uh, Long Island nursing schools turning away students as they struggle to find enough instructors, exacerbating an already serious nursing shortage. Experts say a wide gap between what nurses can earn teaching compared with working in healthcare facilities is a key reason, nursing school deans say. Fewer nurses uh, per patient lead to a greater chance of patient harm, research shows. David Olson reporting on Newsday.com that nationwide, more than 78,000 qualified applicants were turned away from nursing schools in 2022, according to a May report from the American Association of Colleges of Nursing, which surveyed programs and numbers of students in entry-level bachelor's programs declined last year for the first time in 21 years, and declines continued for graduate and Ph.D. students, the survey found. Those declines in nursing students studying for advanced degrees may make the nursing shortage even worse. That from Robert Rossetter, spokesperson for the association, full-time nursing faculty typically must have a master's or doctoral degree, so the declines mean a smaller pool of future potential instructors. Uh, He said, quote, we always say if you're going to address the nursing shortage, you have to also address the faculty shortage. That's the only way we're going to fix the pipeline. End quote. All New York hospitals surveyed in 2022 by several 
Hospital associations reported nursing shortages. A 2019 study published in the American Journal of Medical Quality predicted that New York would have a shortage of nearly 40,000 nurses. By 2030, studies show higher patient-to-nurse ratios lead to greater risk for patients, including death. Um, Here in Southampton, the town recently scrapped two redevelopment proposals for a blighted Hampton Bays motel following pushback from community members who have won their quest to preserve a site that now appears destined to become a park. Joe Workmeister reporting on Newsday.com that the Southampton Town Board approved a resolution on October 24th to cancel a request for proposals for the purchase and redevelopment of the Bel Air Cove Motel, which used uh, to, which used to be uh, low-income housing on Shinnecock Road. The decision, approved by a 5-0 vote, that be unanimous, eliminates both choices the town presented earlier this year, a 16-unit senior housing condominium or a 12-unit condominium hotel in which owners would have bought the units that would have been used as rentals nine months per year. The vote also leaves the town on the hook for a $1.2 million loan that was used to acquire the property. According to Supervisor Jay Schneiderman, the board's reversal comes more than a year after it issued a call for bids for the property's redevelopment in connection with the Hampton Bays Waterfront Revitalization Plan adopted in 2019. In March of this year, residents crowded into town hall at a public hearing, many holding signs that Red Save Our Bays, Protect Our Water, and Option 3 to urge the town board to scrap both redevelopment proposals at the October 24th meeting. The board separately approved resolution to sign a $57,042 contract to hire Lyro Engineers Incorporated to handle asbestos removal at the site, an initial step toward demolition of the property's dilapidated structure. Man, we've been talking about this motel for so many years now. And finally, uh, Southampton Town, Southampton Village, Quag Village, and West Hampton Village Police are partnering with Long Island Cares for a holiday food drive that is beginning today uh, to assist families this Thanksgiving. It's going to run through the 18th. Today is day one. You can bring non-perishable food items to these locations and place them in the donation box. You know, it says non-perishable items. They might mean paper plates as well. I don't know. Uh, And put them in the donation box located in the lobbies. Uh, They're uh, located at 110 Old Riverhead Road in Hampton Bays, 151 Windmill Lane here in Southampton, 115 Jessup Avenue in Quag, and 165 Mill Road in West Hampton Beach. Looking at the weather in Stony Brook in honor of Stony Brook Medicine's Chief of Hand Surgery, Dr. Samantha Molrad, who's going to be joining us to talk about arthritis at the bottom of the hour. Looking like a partly sunny Monday in Stony Brook with a high near 56 degrees. Northeast wind 6 to 10 miles per hour becoming southeast in the afternoon tonight at 30%. Chance of showers mainly between 1 and 4 a.m., Mostly cloudy otherwise, with a temperature rising to around 54 degrees by 3 a.m. South wind, 7 to 14 miles per hour. Right now, it's 45 degrees, and I've got a throwback playlist for you this morning. This is the playlist I played for you four years ago today, uh, starting off with some Marty Robbins with Big Iron, one of my favorite tracks of all time. Billy Holiday on deck with big stuff after that. I snuck in Gene Knight. I didn't play it for you four years ago but t- uh, today, but I am going to play the title track from her 1971 record for you this morning. Uh, Beyonce and Sunny and the Sunsets after that. Then I'll bunny hop past Julie- Julia Michaels to play uh, the East End's own Julia King and Lover's Lament from her radiotherapy record of 2019 which is, uh, I think, when I began talking about the Bel Air uh, Cove Motel 
for you on this section of your FM dial. It's 88.3 FM throughout eastern Long Island and coastal Connecticut. You can also find WLIWFM on 96.9 in central and western Suffolk County or streaming online wherever you may be at WLIW.org slash radio. It's the heart of the East End morning and midnight show featuring music from all decades and genres and interviews with folks from all walks of life, all because of you. The listener supporter of Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM, news you can trust, music you love. To the town of our free road, a stranger one fine day. Hardly spoke to folks around him, didn't have too much to say. No one dared to ask his business, no one dared to make a slip. The stranger there among them had a big iron on his hip, big iron on his hip. It was early in the morning when he rode into the town. He came riding from the south side, slowly looking all around. He's an outlaw loose and running, came the whisper from each lip. And he's here to do some business with a big iron on his hip, big iron on his hip. In this town there lived an outlaw by the name of Texas Red. Many men had tried to take him and that many men were dead. He was vicious and a killer, though a youth of 24. And the notches on his pistol numbered one in 19 more. One in 19 more. Now the stranger started talking, made it plain to folks around. Was an Arizona Ranger, wouldn't be too long in town. He came here to take an outlaw back alive or maybe dead. And he said it didn't matter, he was after Texas Red. After Texas Red. Wasn't long before the story was relayed to Texas Red. But the outlaw didn't worry, men that tried before were dead. Twenty men had tried to take him, twenty men had made a slip. Twenty-one would be the ranger with the big iron on his hip, big iron on his hip. The morning passed so quickly it was time for them to meet It was twenty past eleven when they walked out in the street Folks were watching from the windows, everybody held their breath They knew this handsome ranger was about to meet his death About to meet his death There was forty feet between them when they stopped to make their play And the swiftness of the ranger is still talked about today Texas red and not cleared leather for a bullet fairly ripped And the ranger's aim was deadly with a big iron on his hip Big iron on his hip It was over in a moment and the folks had gathered round There before them lay the body of the outlaw on the ground Oh, he might have went on living, but he made one fatal slip When he tried to match the ranger with a big iron on his hip Big iron on his hip Big iron, big iron When he tried to match the ranger with a big iron on his hip the guy on his head. Marty Robbins leading us into our Medical Monday segment underwritten by Jennifer Benton here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station. Very grateful to have on the air with us this morning, uh, Chief of Hand Surgery at Stony Brook Medicine, Dr. Samantha Mulrad. Good morning, doctor. Thank you for being with us. 
Good morning. Thanks so much for having me. So we're talking arthritis. It's a massive public health problem, according to the CDC. Uh, one in five adults, nearly half of seniors dealing with joint disease. Uh, looks like more than 20% of adults had some form of arthritis between 2019 and 2021, nearly half of those 65 and older, but rates even higher for folks with dementia, stroke history, and COPD? Uh, Yes, and the rates are higher as patients get older. Um, Obviously, it usually starts around 40 or 50 years old um, and uh, higher in patients with a genetic predisposition or with obesity. Got it. All right, so so let's let's talk about symptoms first. Um, I imagine, you know, achiness is a, is a part, big part of this. Uh, yes. Most patients who come to us, their chief complaint is, is pain, um, stiffness in the mornings um, and throughout the day. But I'd say at least most of the patients in our practice, they complain of pain um, and sometimes deformities. So like how their hands look or how their knee looks. Got it. Now, how common and, and does everyone experience, I have the type of arthritis that comes from having had a, a car accident and it's one of those things, oh, you know when the weather's going to change. Is that really common? Yes, actually, it really is, especially here in the Northeast. Um, uh, I, I see it's it's interesting. I'll see like a full day of, of 50 patients or something and 30 of them will be arthritis patients. And I, I swear it's, it's related to the weather, right. uh, either when they made the appointment probably. Um, but yes, patients absolutely. Um, the barometric pressure, the colds can can definitely affect the joint um, pain. And and it's usually what is it before before the storm or or whatever it is comes through. I I believe so. I think it's I, I believe it's related to the barometric pressure. So probably related to um, the pressure changes in the atmosphere just before a storm. All right. So let's talk about prevention. Uh, and and also I guess are the and then for those who already are dealing with arthritis, um, how to help them, how to help feel better, uh, get some relief from the condition as well. Sure. So um, unfortunately, there's not a lot of treatments that we exist for arthritis itself. So prevention um, is a good, uh, you know, preventing the the pain and the symptoms as best you can is the best thing. Um, Keeping a healthy uh, body weight, um, remaining active, physically active, uh, ideally with low impact activities if you already have arthritis, um, are, are some things you can do to prevent the arthritis from getting it worse. And as you mentioned, um, unfortunately, accidents and, and um, high repetitive use uh, activities and, and um, jobs can exacerbate arthritis pain. Right, right. Now, now does, does calcium... Uh, play a part in all this? I, well, I guess it's not the bones, it's the joints? Let's right. talk so a not, little bit more. Not so much calcium. Um, calcium is more related to osteoporosis, right. which is weakening of the bones. Um, but there, there is some thought that vitamin D may play into this, um, but we're, at this point, we're not exactly sure what the relationship with, between vitamin D and arthritis is. Interesting. Um, that said, a healthy diet, um, you know, complete with good calcium and vitamin D intake are, are important to bone health overall. Yes. I, you know, it's funny cause I was, I, I've been living on Tums cause I, I've got, I'm, I'm baking a baby. And then I, I was starting to worry about, am I getting too much calcium? And then I saw that, uh, one of, uh, the symptoms of if you're getting too much calcium, it, that it's not good for your bones. And I was like, man, you don't get enough <laughs> calcium. It's not good for your bones. Or if you get too much. Yeah, it's um, you can't win. But the um, the actually the the body um is really brilliant in terms of calcium homeostasis. So your your bones, your your hormones will actually regulate the, your blood calcium levels quite well. So oh, um, as long hear. as as long as you don't have any metabolic problems, um, it it, it should be fine. Um, it, your body will handle the calcium levels pretty okay, well. Good, because I you know I like to enjoy my cheese. As well as my Tums. Yeah. Right. So, so, so uh, let's go a little bit deeper into prevention because we talked, uh, you talked about um, exercise, but the right kind of exercise. So, you know, if you're, uh, let's say, feeling it in your knees, running is probably not a great uh, way for you to get exercise. Right. So, um, 
The running won't necessarily cause your arthritis, but if you have osteoarthritis, um, r running uh, or high-impact exercise could exacerbate your symptoms. So, you know, what I tell my patients is, is I want you to do and enjoy what you like to do. Right. And if your joint hurts, it's not dangerous, but maybe back off for a little while. So switch over to walking or to um, swimming would be even better. Right. Uh, and then when it feels better, you can give it a try again. I was going to say, how great is swimming? I imagine mm -hmm. that for arthritis patients and on all people, you know, whether you're looking to prevent it or to uh, get exercise without exacerbating an issue, it's got to be so good for you. Absolutely. Swimming is ideal for um, being able to exercise without putting too much strain or stress on the joints. And that's because you're weightless? Yeah, or weight, weightless or at least decreased um, weight through the joints. Got it. Right, Doctor, what haven't we talked about uh, as far as as far as this stuff goes? I know that uh, my sister has long uh, dealt with this in her hands. I think maybe even when she was younger. Uh, how often do you see that? I know that you're like the chief of hand surgery there. When it comes to, to hands specifically, uh, is, there, is there any... Uh, you know, special information as far as uh, arthritis in the hand specifically? Um, unfortunately, no. It's it's similar to the other um, arthritis. Uh, I do see it very commonly in women um, in particular because there's a lot of cosmetic complaints um, when patients get advanced arthritis. Um, and like all arthritis, uh, hand arthritis is quite common. I think one in four adults. So um, I, I like to treat teach patients, you know, kind of their own home regimen to, to deal with the uh, arthritis. So if a joint gets inflamed, how to rest it, uh, splinting, um, braces. We talk about uh, use of anti over-the-counter anti-inflammatories and, and medications like Tylenol arthritis. And um, I kind of teach them when to come into the doctor to seek additional help, um, particularly if a joint pain's not subsiding in a, f in a week or two with the conservative home remedies. Okay. And then, and then, as far as heating and cooling uh, to help out, how exactly does that work? Do you, are you um, are you supposed to alternate it? I don't know. Yeah. So I the way I tell patients to do it is think about it like an athlete warm up and cool down. So I like them to use heat if they're feeling stiff or in the morning or before exercise. And ice is great if if they're. Ice is a great natural anti-inflammatory after using your hands or, or your knee after exercising or if you're in pain uh, towards the end of the day. So oh. uh, both are great, but that's how I like to think about it. Oh, I like that. Okay. So mm -hmm. warm in the morning and then warm cool, up, cool down, down at night. Mm -hmm. yep. I love it. I love it. Dr. Mulred, is there anything that we haven't talked about that you want to make sure folks understand or uh, that can help them uh, if they're having any uh, arthritic issues? Um, I think the, the biggest thing I like to tell my patients is they're not alone. Um, you know, this is probably one of the most common issues and, um, and one of the most common healthcare expenditures um, and that they can always feel free to come. You know, our job as orthopedic surgeons is to help them get back to doing the things they need to do and love to do. Um, and they can always come see their doctor for advice. Right. And and physical therapy is wonderful, you know. If yeah. you're if you're having an issue, uh, don't underestimate what what uh, working on it in the right way uh, might be able to open up for you. Yeah, absolutely. People underestimate um, what physical therapists are able to accomplish um, and their specialized training and abilities. How about stuff like yoga? Is that good exercise for for folks that are that are dealing with arthritis? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think everybody should be doing yoga. Amen. Um, but uh, yes, I think um, there, and there's so many modifications with yoga. So if yes. a specific joint is bothersome, um, I always, you know, remind patients, it doesn't mean they should stop. And I think staying active is one of the most important things we can um, teach our patients with arthritis. People go in and they, they get intimidated sometimes, you know, when, mm -hmm. when being asked to do a pose or whatever, and and looking around the room and seeing people doing something that for your body uh, isn't possible or or doesn't seem feasible, the the most important thing to remember is that uh, yoga is absolutely an individual personal practice, and you go to your personal place where you begin to feel it, and that's where you stop. Uh, you definitely it's it's about 
helping your body feel where your limits are and and over time and you know day to day that that is a completely different picture dr mulrad thank you so much for being on with us this morning looking forward to having you back dr mulrad is the chief of hand surgery at stony brook medicine uh i think it's stonybrook.edu uh, for more information, I'm just going to double check my work there to make sure that is correct. Oh, that's stonybrookmedicine.edu. Stonybrook.edu takes you right to the um, to the uh, to the university itself. Stonybrook Medicine takes you right to where you can find out all information. Uh, this was the Medical Monday segment underwritten by Jennifer Benton. This is Billy Holiday, And you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM, news you can trust, music you love. Listening to WLIWFM.
hopping around a little bit from 59 to 46 to 71 we're gonna get a little bigger go to 2019 for three tracks sunny in the sunsets and julia king after queen b right here on wliwfm you better think again better wake up because you're part of something way bigger you're part of something way bigger not just a speck in the universe not just some words in the bible verse you are the living word ah you're part of something way bigger bigger than you bigger than we bigger than the picture they framed us to see but now we see it and it ain't no secret no Understand that truth about that question in your soul Look up, don't look down, then watch the answers unfold Life is your birthright, they hit that in the fine print uh, Take the pen and rewrite it Step out your estimate Step in your essence and know that you're excellent, right? Spirit is teaching, no, I'm not just preaching I'm taking my own advice Let mama let you know I'm still trying, I can't get no days off I don't get no days off, truly I'm feeling it I had to say that thing twice Trying to be a good wife Still really hard, I can't lie But I promised you I would fight So I fight If you're feeling frustrated You're sinking, I'm jumping in Forgiveness is key because we're fighting something way bigger You never lose, we are winners I'll be the you be a tree that's on the fruit that was given to me legacy uh, we're part of something way bigger
<laughs> I love when he says that. All right, so we're bunny hopping. We're bunny hopping past Julia Michaels' Heaven from the Fifty Shades Freed soundtrack. You can find that on the archive of today's show at WLIW.org slash radio. Just find my handy-dandy headshot, part of the East End. Look for the show, and you'll find the playlist. This is Julia King. Right here on The Heart. I am alone. WLIWFM. Nobody's there when I get home. You see the blind look up on my face so low. Please get me out of this place, cause I'm so lonesome, I can't even cry, so I hit the bottle jump one more time, I guess you won't be coming around, so I Lover's Lament from Julia King's Radiotherapy record of 2019. I'm actually going to hop past the segue that turns lovers into strangers. That's the Fleetwoods' Lovers by Night, Strangers by Day, and Frank Sinatra's Strangers in the Night. You can find it on the archived playlist at WLIW.org slash radio. Usually it goes live around noonish o'clock. That's a time that I've made up, which is fine because time is a man-made construction. I'm hopping past them. I'm going to play ELO's Stranger as well as Vampire Weekends and the Presidents of the United States of America. Great band uh, as our ELO and Vampire Weekend. I'm Gianna Volpe. You, whoever you are out there, you are awesome and you're listening to the Weekday Morning and Midnight Show featuring music from all decades and genres and interviews with folks from all walks of life. It exists all because of you, the listener supporter who donates to us at WLIWFM.org. We will be back.
give you a little bit more of the presence in just a couple seconds so here it is to lead you into the NPR news break at the top of the hour you Leonard Skinner hat and me little kitty sat across with a velvet jacket wild orange hair and dark dark eyes I gawked like a 12 year old smitten Carla the stripper straight from L.A. 
You seem cool for a naked chick in a booth. Let's be pals someday. In other words, put some clothes on and call me. I saw you. It was incredible. Fine wine at the QFC on a snowy Saturday night. Black pearls, and I swear you were drinking beer. You were the redhead behind the counter there. I'm the one who fell out of his chair there. You had your dry cleaning, and I think you're dreaming. 